Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places in our local communities. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Gate. Today, I'm joined by Judy and Joanne, and they are with The Heart Ministry. Uh, Ladies, thank you for joining me on The Gate. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm excited (laughs) that you're here um, uh, because... I believe in the heart ministry, and I think that people are going to be very blessed by hearing what you all do. So, can you tell our listeners, what does the acronym HEART stand for? Sure. It stands for Healing the Effects of Abortion-Related Trauma. Um, HEART is an abortion recovery program. We know abortion is a trauma, and it affects both men and women in ways most don't even realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would imagine that there are a lot of people who are dealing with this. Uh, it's a topic that's probably not um, open to talk about a lot. And so it's really, really neat to know that there is a ministry here in the central Arizona area that can help people. Uh, Judy, how did it begin? Well, um, Joanne's probably better to know about the beginnings of it since she was there. So I'll let you talk. Okay. Um, the recovery program was developed in Columbus, Ohio back in early 90s, and um, offered through the Pregnancy Decision Health Center. The um, material was put together and refined several times till it was felt that it was in its best form. And um, it's what we continue to use today. It's um, offered in two different ways. We offer as a one-on-one, the participant and the facilitator, And we also offer as a group of three to six participants. Three years ago, uh, here in Casa Grande, Heart was birthed, and it's supported by the Calvary Chapel, Casa Grande Church. It's supported by the the pastors and their wives, and we are so grateful for that. And uh, because of the nature of the program, it's open to women of any faith or no faith. We are so fortunate to have, within the past few months, two other local churches that have come on board to make heart known to their congregations. Um, One of them is Judy's Church, St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church, and uh, Trinity Baptist Church. We're looking forward to making this abortion healing known throughout our community Mm -hmm. and uh, the surrounding areas. And as far as we know, this is the only abortion healing program in Casa Grande. Wow, that's amazing. So you would definitely be uh, on board for more churches to come alongside of you. Definitely, definitely. Yes. Each church has hurting women and men, and we'd like to reach as many of them as possible. I learned about HEART in 1995 when applying to volunteer in Columbus, Ohio. And um, at that time, I participated in HEART for the beginning of my own healing. Mm. I say beginning because it is the beginning, and it is ongoing. So after going through HEART for my abortion healing, I found that I had acquired tools to use to help myself in times of need. Mm. And each time I've been through the program with Joanne helping assist, or one-on-one, I become freer. Hmm. Um, My own personal 
anguish is lessened to a greater degree. So it's it's a healing, ongoing program, mm-hmm. as you said, Joanne. Mm-hmm. All right. So that definitely, if you are in a church right now and uh, you are interested in what these ladies are speaking about with the uh, this this uh, group to help people who have gone through abortions, stay tuned because at the end they're going to tell you how to contact them. Uh, so. Uh, what is the purpose or what should a participant expect? Um, the purpose is to assist women in their recovery from the pain and trauma associated with post-abortion syndrome. And this is done through prayer, self-examination, and the use of scripture. And we do it in a compassionate and supportive environment. What she can expect, first and foremost, is her confidentiality. Absolutely. We will protect and do everything we can to protect her confidentiality. And if in a group setting, we also require that each participant protect each other's confidentiality. A goal of ours is to have you as a participant feel safe. And again, we will do all we can to protect that. So if when they're in a class, in a group setting, typically how long are the classes? Well, for each... For each session or? Yeah, for each session. Okay. And then mm-hmm. length, length, is there a time commitment? Is this like an ongoing? It is. Um, we meet typically two to two and a half hours. We want to protect their their time. They've got other commitments, maybe children, maybe jobs. And um, so we will do our very best to make it two to two and a half hours per session. And um, the sessions are for seven consecutive sessions. Sometimes the ladies have other commitments and we might double up on a session. It just, you know, depends on the participants. But typically, we will, um, it would be ongoing for seven sessions or seven weeks. Okay. And then after the seven weeks, if they wanted to continue or for more support, is there is there a, a availability for them to continue or do they just... Just stay in connection with you. Because I would imagine, I would, like you both said, it's an ongoing process. Right. It is. Right. So afterwards, we have, a, we, we have a growing community now of women who have been through the program. And we will meet time to time and have a brunch or something like that. All, additionally, I want to say many women have had more than one abortion. And I'm one of those. And they may want to go through twice, and and we've had that happen mm-hmm. too. So it depends yep. on the woman, but we don't let them just go after that. We want them to stay involved. Yeah, I think that that's important because this is such a, a major thing to to walk through. It, it's almost like building that those relationships to continuously encourage you, right, and to exhort you to keep keep moving forward. You're being healed, mm-hmm. you know, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine that those thoughts of, you know, uh, what happened could come back and start weighing down a person, I would think. I mean, it can. But like I said in the beginning, is that um, you're given tools to be able to deal with whatever might come after. But um, there are Bible studies that we can hook them up with. There are, um, there's additional reading and something, you know, for Judy and I, that we um, would really love is if they feel led to help other women, because Mm -hmm. through helping other women, you find more healing yourself. Yeah. So 
in the U.S. in the abortions, you know, you're looking at over five hundred thousand abortions a year. Mm-hmm. That's massive. Mm-hmm. I believe I heard since Roe v. Wade, sixty million have been lost to this tragedy. Yeah, and something um, that the post-abortion ministry throughout the U.S. and even in other countries are um, hoping to be able to accomplish. I don't know if that's the right appropriate word, but if we can reach women after they've had an abortion, there is a great hope that that will end abortion. Mm. Because many women having one abortion will have a second or third. That's really amazing to me uh, because, I mean, the weight of just one, I would think would be not, it would be too hard to handle. But then to have multiple, mm-hmm. I don't even know how how they could get through that. I mean, I know. Uh, I know that my wife and I, we, I mean, we didn't go through like an abortion, but we went through a miscarriage mm-hmm. and that was hard. Sure. You know, and we, we still have that effect, you know, of grieving, you know, and, and dealing with it. And so um, I know that this is, they're two different topics, but the same idea. But they are related, Eric. It is a loss. Yes, it's a loss. However, the women, the woman who's had an abortion is really not allowed to go through the grieving. It's suppressed, and Mm. that's the problem. All the emotions you might have had with a miscarriage Mm. have been suppressed. Why, Why are they suppressed? Because it's such a secret and private thing Nobody talks about it, and with good reason. We're feeling guilty and shamed, Yeah, and there's very few few people that we're going to share that with. Yeah, because there's probably a fear of being judged, you know. Exactly. As you were saying that, you know, shame was what came to my mind. It's like, man, how could I have done this? And then uh, I'm I'm probably feeling alone, you know, Mm -hmm. and but you're not alone, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and that's mm-hmm. what the purpose of this mm-hmm. of this group is to say you're not alone. We right. can we can help you. Right. We can help, and we can we can support you. Or rather, he can help. Yeah, right. and God we are the you. foot soldiers, so Amen. to speak. Eric, for every woman who's had an abortion, there is also a man involved. Yes, and many men are hurting too, and they get put on the back burner in all this recovery. Sure. And I just want it to be known, if there are men out there listening, that we do understand that. Mm. And there's currently not something for them yet, correct? There is, but not here in Casa Grande, but we can refer them. You can give them resources. Yes, Yes. and we have found an online program, which would be the beginning of a men's ministry here, that hopefully would raise up men. That would be great. That would Mm -hmm. be beautiful, yeah. And so, like, because as you talk about the men, there's there are two parties, and like, going back to my miscarriage, you know, my wife handled it in in her way, and then it did affect me. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's like, as a guy, it's like, I, it, it physically didn't happen to me, you know, but emotionally it happened to me, you know. And so I would encourage any any guy out there listening to this not to not to blow this off. And if you have, you know, to really reach out, you know, because I think uh, it would be uh, helpful for you. And a lot of times, guys don't want to talk about those things, anyways, right? They're right. Not, you know, that's not the the topic. You know, let's just move forward. But it does affect a person. You know, mm-hmm. having a loss, it does affect somebody. And with abortion, unlike a miscarriage, it's shrouded in secrecy. Mm. 
when you have a miscarriage, you have friends, you have family that knew that you were pregnant, knew that you were excited about this baby, and then then when you have the miscarriage, um, more than likely they're going to come along and support you. But when you have an abortion, you're not given permission to grieve. Hmm. Oh, is that permission by yourself or like society society yep okay. and by ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. i did this horrible thing now what am i going to grieve over it i mm. shouldn't have done it if it was so bad and on and on and on and the self-condemnation yeah and like you said joanne the society you know even though the world i'll speak of it in the world the world says it's a choice you have a choice you know but they don't they don't at all tell you about the repercussions that come with it Mm-mm. no because behind every choice there there is something that you will reap in a sense right mm-hmm. uh you reap what you sow and our society doesn't talk about that the world doesn't talk about what happens after you go through this abortion mm-hmm. they say yes a woman has a choice she should be able to make the choice to have an abortion but then it's kind of like you make the choice and then you're on your own Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of women, I would imagine, and men, don't know what to expect afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- just thinking outside the box, and I'm and I'm definitely curious about you know how does one you know become involved here, and we can talk about that here in a second. But I have to ask, uh, Joanne, I think you were saying that if 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 these women went through this program, that it would end abortion. Is there any way, or could, right? Could. Could. Is there any way that this could be a, a, pre- a preventative to getting an abortion? Like if, if, a, if a young lady was having thoughts of having abortion, could they reach out to this group? Is that a possibility? Oh, we'd be happy to, to talk with her. We're not counselors, you know, but, um, you know, we'd be happy. I mean, we mm-hmm. can share our own experience and... Mm-hmm. And, um, and many times, like with myself, when I was 20 and chose to have an abortion, I was terrified when I found that I was pregnant mm. and um, did not have a support system and um, did not know where to turn once that pregnancy test said positive. But the person that said you have a positive pregnancy test um, suggested you know, do you want to to keep your baby or do you not? And at that point, I was like, make this all go away. Mm. Because of fear, right? Yeah, I was terrified. Yeah, and not knowing what to do. Yep. Uh, and, and it's not necessarily just young ladies, right? I mean... No, and I can speak to that. Yeah. I'm at the other end of the spectrum. I was 40 years old. I was a single parent of two rebellious teenagers. I was a professional woman with many responsibilities and employees. And when I found out I was pregnant, I was in crisis mode from there on. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to handle everything. And at first, the man who I had been dating in a very serious relationship said we'd get married, we looked for a house, but I could begin to see him backing away. Mm -hmm. And that's when my fear set in. And I just didn't know how I would handle this. 
Um, finally, he suggested a, an abortion, and I went along with it out of, again, my crisis situation. And I knew it was wrong when I did it. I did it anyway. And for 30 years, I suffered. We have women who have had over 40 years of suffering. Wow. And so even though, even though we know we're forgiven, the first time we ask for it, the other symptoms of post-abortion syndrome go on and on until mm -hmm. through a pro healing program like this, they can be acknowledged and brought to the surface and diminished greatly. I'm glad you brought up the symptoms because I think uh, as people are around, you know, people every day, family members, friends, uh, what are the symptoms of, you know, like a person who is dealing with post Abortion, abortion syndrome. syndrome. Mm -hmm. Well, I can speak to that a little bit. Um, because we have never processed our feelings of fear, anger, sadness, guilt related to the abortion, certain symptoms can manifest themselves, such as sadness, deep sadness, sorrow. Secrecy is a big one. If you've ever heard the saying, we are as sick as as we are secret, and we've stuffed that down for many, many years in many cases, a feeling of loss, because I could look and see, this year my baby would have been 10, and when I see a 10-year-old, it brings it all back to me. Anxiety, isolation, regret, so much regret and guilt. Again, knowing I'm forgiven, still regret and guilt. Anger, um, in my case, more anxiety than anger. But some people are very short-tempered, suicidal even. And there's other self-destructive behaviors. The one we're, we're familiar with in our current group is eating disorders. Mm -hmm. T two of us have had eating disorders that were exacerbated by the abortion. Yeah, and I think that those are definitely really great to to watch out for because um, maybe a, a, another difficulty like the eating disorder that you uh -huh. mentioned, uh -huh. I think that oftentimes we look to those other disorders, you know, as band-aids to the real hurt, mm -hmm. you know, and once we can address the, uh, the wound, then those other things get healed as well, mm -hmm. you know, so it's important to if you're dealing with this uh, abortion-related uh, trauma, to, to, to know that there's a wound there that needs to be treated. Mm -hmm. you exactly. Know, you know, uh -huh. it's just like in the medical field, right? If you had a wound, you don't want to just put Band-Aids over it over and over it. You know, you need to get it treated. And so I, my mind goes that way. You know, it's like there's a wound that's, mm -hmm. that's hurting, you know. And so uh, how would somebody get involved with this? Well, um, we have an email address, they could contact us via email, and that is heart at calvarycg.org. Or they could telephone if they don't email and uh, leave a message. The number is 520-836-9676. And just say that you're calling for heart, leave your initials so you can feel that your confidentiality is being protected, and leave a phone number, and either Judy or I will return your call. Okay, great. And and if they do call, um, 
you mentioned that Calvary Chapel of Casa Grande is a supporter of this. Uh, are they calling a church? Is that what they're calling? Yeah, they're calling the church number, yes. Okay, so uh, don't be thrown off if somebody from the church answers the phone. Just tell them, like Joanne says, that you're calling for heart. Right. And then they will get in contact with uh, Judy or Joanne here. Um, and so definitely would definitely encourage you, if you are, are dealing with this or you know somebody, to reach out. I do have one last question, though. If someone would like to participate in heart, for their own healing or would like to come alongside you ladies to help I, again is that information that you said the best way to contact you yes okay oh, the other thing we need to mention is we need also people women who have not had abortions to assist us and they make great members of our team yes so if a woman has a heart for this ministry a heart for heart please contact us. We'd be more than happy to speak with you. Yeah, we currently have two ladies that are not post-abortive that are part of our heart ministry team, one of which who is learning about leading a group, even though she's not post-abortive, has a big heart for the women who are post-abortive and is ha started out by just being a support person for one of the ladies who didn't feel she had someone she could share with while she was going through heart. And that's something we encourage the ladies to do, is to have a support person, someone not there to give her advice, but to pray with her, to be a shoulder to cry on, to, um, to share whatever is, is going on with her at that point, and just be support. And the one gal, she is now being a support person to a second lady. So, um, you know, women not post-abortive, we know, can be a great asset. It sounds like a lot of great opportunities to be a part of HEART. One, if you are needing help to get through uh, that wound, that hurt, and then also if you just have a, a heart for ladies who are going through this. Uh, and then also, we talked about earlier, the opportunities for churches to partner, you know, mm -hmm. and come alongside. Mm -hmm. And so... Definitely want to say that if you're a part of a, a church and, you know, maybe you take this to the pastor and just say, hey, this is in our backyard. We have something here to help women. Uh, and guys, if you can point them in the direction to yeah. get help, mm -hmm. you know, and so that's that's really amazing. And so uh, I'm very, very blessed to, to talk to you. Uh, can you believe it? We're already out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Joan, did you have one more thing to say? I did. I wanted to say no one needs to suffer in silence any longer. Nine out of 10 impacted by abortion don't even know where to go for healing. And we would love to walk alongside you through your abortion healing. And, and if I'm going to end with that, because that was really encouraging, uh, I always go back to Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart mm -hmm. and, and save such have a contrite spirit. So uh, that verse right there is definitely an encouragement. Uh, the Lord is near you. Uh, he's near those who are brokenhearted. And uh, he has put together this wonderful team to come alongside of you. If you're of faith or if you even don't have faith mm -hmm. in God, mm -hmm. that there is help for you. Yes. Uh, so before we, before we end it, uh, can you give that information on how they can contact you once again? Sure. The email address is heart at calvarycg.org. 
or they can telephone 520-836-9676 and just say you're calling for heart, leave your initials and phone number, and Judy or I will return your call. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me today. It was a blessing just to hear uh, uh, just a portion of your stories, and I believe that God is going to use this ministry. He's already using it in great ways, but yeah. He continues in great ways. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us this, uh, on The Gate. That wraps this episode up, and The Gate is a show that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities here in Central Arizona. Till next time, God bless you.